0: Everywhere I go, I see his face. I just
1: really miss him.
2: Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone.
0: You going to be the next Iron Man now?
3: Well, no, I don't have
0: time.
2: I'm too busy doing your jobs.
0: I'm kidding, I'm kidding, look, keep up the good work Because I am going on vacation Yeah, I don't
2: really know how, how to begin this Uh, guys, we watched Spider-Man Far From Home, 10 out of 10 Would recommend, I'm out, bye That was the Outro. deepest breath I've ever heard You can't, you can't just open with that I can, and I did, what else am I gonna say, Colin? This is the best, this Hey everybody, I'm Trady Trey Price. I know, <laughs> I know, I know you're new to this whole
0: podcast oh. g- game, but you gotta, you gotta build some tension. Okay. You gotta, you gotta, like, you know, you gotta be like, dude, I like the movie. We'll find out as the chit chat, chit chats on Spider-Man: Far From Home, with our host
2: Rumpelstiltskin. J- what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? Oh no, i tried to think of the craziest thing to come to mind. That's much, my I had job. No. So, yeah, we, we watched Spider Man Far From Home, the sequel to not just one movie, but four or five movies. I don't know. It feels In an entire
0: phase. Like damn near all of them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Every single so movie. So many callbacks. Epilogue to Avengers Endgame. Truly. Epilogue to the MCU, it feels like. I, we'll get into that.
2: You know, I mean, we can get into it right now because I, I don't okay. understand how it. Uh, so Kevin Feige, Feige, <laughs> Feige, he didn't say some shit that made me mad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's talking about Spider-Man: Far From Home is the end of Phase Three and not the beginning of Phase Four. And I look at this movie after coming out of this movie, I feel like I can't be that mad at you, Kevin. No, because it could be both.
0: You know it what could, it? You know what it feels like? It feels like we got Endgame, and that was the that was the the end of phases one through three and mm-hmm. what we just got was a feature length after credit scene
3: <laughs> <laughs> with after credit scenes yeah <laughs>
2: jesus christ am i wrong you're not you're not exactly wrong but you okay. are wrong because uh, well, it's, i'm it's, always it's a little full, wrong it's full-fledged well, you, yeah. you made you made this sound like it's one of those uh one shots that they used to do when you, when you bought a blu-ray you remember those yeah. Like a something funny happened on the way to Thor's hammer. Something fucking <laughs> happened when he went to go to New Mexico for that thing. That shit was, I that's that was the moment I realized I actually liked Phil Coulson. I always liked Coulson. I thought he was okay. He was pretty good. I'm sad funny. they haven't brought back yet. Well, he has been brought back. No one counts that.
0: <laughs> Nobody. The only thing anyone counts from that's Ghost Rider. Uh,
2: they count a lot. Oh. Make sure you mute your phone, Colin. It was the alarm. That I forgot I put on. Don't even try this. You said <laughs> you're gonna be here at five ish. I set that alone to wake me up for you to be here at five four forty 55 alone. Don't don't judge me. So anyway, back to far <laughs> from home. But no, okay. So here's how we're gonna break this down. Here's how we're gonna break here's how I wanna break this down. We need to do this. We are all film aficionados. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do this. The way we're gonna do this is gonna be cinematography. Okay. All right. We're gonna talk about some effects. Mm-hmm. which i don't know if we you know that goes into cinematography and i feel like it's a it's a separate category mm-hmm. uh we can talk about the story we can talk about uh characters you know break that down a little bit because i feel like a lot of people got a lot of more development and things uh in this movie and then overall thoughts so we'll start off with that uh good old characters yeah you thought i was gonna say <laughs> cinematography what's up I keep you on your toes. I thought
3: you were gonna start with story, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. I knew you weren't gonna start with cinematography.
2: Ooh, you thought, but then you thought. So, (laughs) who wants to start us off? Talk about talk about them characters.
0: I'll go. Um. So yeah. Pet. Hello. (laughs) Anyways, this is a high school movie, so I had to, you know. Anyways. Um, no, yeah. Like you said, a lot more people got development in this movie. Um, the first movie really did feel like mostly Peter and Ned with a, a bunch of side characters. Mm-hmm. In this one, we got a lot of development on a character in particular who might be my favorite character in these movies now.
2: Uh,
3: is it Brad? Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. It, no, it's probably Flash, right?
0: Yes. No. <laughs> MJ. The MCU oh. MJ. So a lot of people kind of had issue after Homecoming of like, you took this girl named Michelle? That's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. M- favorite character in the movie. Can remember. <laughs> 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 to her,
2: she will... All, to you, she will always be MJ. She's MJ.
0: So I... I, I didn't have problem with it. I thought it was, it was kind of a weird, cheap twist, mm-hmm. but I didn't have a problem with Zendaya being MJ. Like, that's cool. I got no problem with that. And in this movie, I really feel like you got more of like, who she is. In the first movie, she was kind of just comedic relief to an extent. Mm -hmm. She was comedic relief there to be cute. Um, In this one, though, I really feel like you kind of got the first, like, real window Mm -hmm. into, like, more of her insecurities and kind of, like, where she stands with other people beyond just being the person that's annoyed and fed up with everyone else. Mm -hmm. And I think that really fed into Peter's development a lot as well. Because a lot of the movies about him, like developing feelings for her and trying to pursue those feelings. And I really feel like in a, w- in a weird way that glue kind of ties everything together. That and his, his development with dealing with Tony Stark's death spoiler alert. Those two <laughs> things I feel like were really the cornerstones of his development in this film and I really liked it and I really liked Zendaya in this movie. I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. Really hope she stays around which I'm assuming she would. I don't see why she wouldn't nah. but you know, obviously, Peter's had a lot of partners throughout the comic. Oh, book he has series. He's mm-hmm. Peter his,
2: Parker gets around as nerdy <laughs> as he
0: is. He always pulls the hottest chicks in the room for whatever reason.
2: Because have you seen him with his shirt off? Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair. He a nerd with a body. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, I think
0: everyone in the MCU has a body.
2: Uh, Ned ain't got no body. Ned's funny. Ned though. got a person. See, Ned got personality. Ned got
0: personality. But no, I she yeah, was got she like was. That probably damn near my favorite in the movie. That being said, I think the most interesting character in the movie was old Quentin Beck Mm. or Mysterio. And watching the movie at first, I really liked him, but I was almost not completely sold on Jake Gyllenhaal as that character until Mm. the twist happened. And I knew that twist was going to happen at some point, but I think just watching the movie and trying not to go in with any preconceived notions of what I know about the comics because they have mixed things up. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure if maybe he's not totally BSing about all this. We're going to see him develop into a bad guy by the end of the movie. You really
2: wanted that multiverse thing I really wanted that multiverse (laughs) thing to
0: happen. I knew it wasn't going to be a thing. But I really... how interesting would that have been if that was true and like, he is legitimately a master of illusions from some other multiverse and like, he's not totally bullshitting? Mm-hmm. That would have been really interesting. I was totally fine with the direction they went, though. But the first portion of the movie, when you don't quite know what his deal is, uh, there was an element of, like, I didn't really buy him as a character totally. I liked him, and I liked how we played off of Peter, but I didn't totally buy it. And then that twist happens. It's like, oh, right. He's been acting this entire time. <laughs> He's <laughs> been bullshitting this entire time. Of course I'm not supposed to totally buy him. Then I was like, all right, Jake Hall, you got me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Michelle, Quentin Beck, uh, my two, like, standouts. Peter was great, obviously. I think we kind of know what Tom Holland brings to the table at this point. Yep. Um, brought a little bit more emotion this time into it. Past, I think we, you know, obviously we saw a little bit in game, a little bit in Infinity War. But as far as on his own, we really saw him develop on his own as a character for the first time, just in his own standalone thought that was great tom holland needs to be peter parker for the next 30 years uh as far as i'm concerned um ned was great uh I re- I really like what they did with Fury and Maria Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'm assuming that will be brought up at some point, so we'll get into that. No, but you yeah. bring it up
2: right now if you want
0: to. No, I re- I really liked. Um,
2: the I mean, this is all spoilers. If they don't know that now, then true. <laughs> I
0: really I really liked the way they developed uh, faux Nick Fury and faux Maria Hill <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, this is definitely them. And it's like why is he talking like he seems turned up a little bit too much. Like mm-hmm. he seems a little too emotional. Like normally he's a little bit more calm, cool, and collected, but he's like. Getting pissed that people are ghosting him and stuff. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and like, you don't ghost Nick Fury. But then, but then, obviously, it makes sense at the end. So, yeah, that's that's. I'll I'll keep it at that. Michelle, Quentin Beck, my two MVPs. Uh, Mysterio ain't dead. Shut up with that. He Shout not dead.
2: out. He's, he not <laughs> Shout dead. out to a real one. Shakers.
3: Um, <sighs> I'm, I'm not really sure how much I can really add to this. You know, Colin, you kind of stole every point that I would uh, have made. Hmm. Um, I see. But along with uh, along with you, Quentin Beck and uh Tom Holland, mm-hmm. uh, Quentin Beck, Tom Holland, whatever. Um, yeah. they were my favorite two characters from mm-hmm. this film. How they played off of each other. How and and I said this going into the film. I was like, I fucking know something's gonna happen. I fucking know it. And then the twist happens, and I was like, I was sitting there next to tra- I was like, I fucking knew it and I was both excited and angry at the same time because I wanted that multiverse uh to be true. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what they would do with Spider-Man in the multiverse and how they would handle uh the MCU as a multiverse, but it seems we're not going to get there at least, you know, not yet. Not yet. Um but Tom Holland, like you said, he really brought a lot of extra emotion to this film like at every turn and I just really Thoroughly enjoyed everything that he brought to the film, and as I've stated multiple times uh, in the past, Tom Holland is the best Peter Parker Spider-Man combination mm-hmm. as a single actor that we've had mm-hmm. in live-action films. That's uh, that's about all I got that Preach. I can really
2: add on top of mm. what Colin said. Amen. Amen. Hey, it's pre. <laughs> hey, wait, it ta- take it on the mountain. There it is. All right, look. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, once again, Colin did just kind of came in and ate the whole last <laughs> the meal. <laughs> but he left us bones. Left us bones, but I'm gonna pick a little bit off off the meat there cuz I, I want to add on to what you said about MJ. Mm-hmm. Uh not only is she, you know, more developed in her interior of as a character herself, but also as being MJ. Mm-hmm. Like you see her especially in the moment where uh she figures out everything and she's down to be, you know, Helping Peter, not just be like a detriment. Ned in this movie kind of turned into a bit of a detriment. Like he's supposed to be Peter's ride or die, and he's boy. over here as soon as he, as soon as he get a girl, mm-hmm. everything get met Hey man, People you gotta, change, bro. You, you, you gotta make sure that you protect the the concert. Really, really, Ned? Is that? Am I not gonna? What does the spider on my chest mean, Ned?
3: Like I, I got us here specifically so you would be
2: out of the way like what is this <laughs> so but her she is more like yeah you need to do this you need to are you what are you gonna do about him you know what are you gonna do about quentin beck she's asking questions she's 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 a lot like mj is in the comics headstrong, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even though it does get her into trouble a lot because of course mm-hmm. somebody got to be to Mary sue you still see some strength in her well,
0: another thing I would bring up, too, because obviously after Homecoming, there was a, a certain sub-faction of people on Twitter that were furious mm-hmm. that she was MJ. I'm not going to name who those people are. They're you, still mad. But you know who you are. <laughs> I just said same, I pe- like. same, same people that are pissed that a fucking mermaid is white, or is not white for some reason. A fish, bro. Even well, though, I just saw you that know, today. as you know, fish are generally always white. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> um... And then, like, I know some people that that like I know in real life that like won't go that far with it because there's the an- anonymities out there, but they'll say some stuff to them like, I know how you really feel, but you're trying to be like cool with it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I just don't, I don't like that she's such a tomboy, and I'm like, you've never read the fucking comics. You've I'm never like, read you the son comments. of a bitch. You've only watched the Sam Raimi movies. Get out of my <laughs> face, please.
2: Leave my work. Oh my God, Kirsten Dunst is the worst Mary Jane. She's pretty not great.
0: But no, I was like, <laughs> honestly, besides the weird decision to change your name for some reason, which I still feel like didn't need to be done. It didn't. I, I feel like that was just there for the twist. And it the was. Rhythm. And that, yeah.
2: that was just like the uh, the whole Spock, uh, not Spock, but the whole con uh, thing in yeah, Into he's the Dark. It's not like not you're Khan. just <laughs> doing that to, for a <laughs> twist.
0: You're just doing it. This
2: isn't going to turn out the way you want it, JJ. There's this isn't no reason. say it.
0: That's literally my only issue with this whole thing is like... You could have just named her Mary Jane, and it wouldn't have changed
2: anything. I saw people's arguments. Uh, and then last thing, I'm going to go back to, mm-hmm. to talking about the characters. But yeah. I, I saw people argue, well, she's not my MJ because she doesn't have red hair. <laughs> I ain't never want to slap the I, whole internet. <laughs> I love
0: that so much because it's very apparent to me that those people have never had a girlfriend before because <laughs> they've never had to go help buy out hair dye. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, you're right. The hair you're born with, it's going to look like that from the time you pop out to the time you die. You're right, bro. <laughs> I'm just mad that the,
2: the whole thing about a character is your hair. Is that, mm-hmm. is that that's really it for you? Nothing. No, about Trey, a did you know black
0: women can't have red hair <gasps> legally?
2: Dang. Then that I was guess not
3: not in the civil rights movement. It is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Then
2: I guess DC's Titans just got to lock itself up. Then I guess. Yep.
3: yep. <laughs> you know what? The same people were mad as hell
2: about that, too not they? Though. But no, no, no. So talk more about characters. There's some yep. side characters that I do want to point out, and one of them being Peter's teachers, which I think is <laughs> the most amazing thing. Uh, to having it in a film oh, uh yeah. jb smooth great as the as the science great teacher. ain't no science here <laughs> <witches>. <laughs> i
0: was really i was really expecting the whole movie for the twist that he was going to be chameleon because there were rumors that he was going to be in this movie oh, Be awesome, and i would have loved that i'm totally fine with what we got but
2: so do you know where his character first showed up
0: no nah, i got no idea
2: it showed up in a audi commercial that they did for Spider-Man: Homecoming. Peter had to go take his driving test or whatever and he was the driving instructor. So random. The teacher. The show any but they brought him back for this movie, which is the weirdest well, sort of connection of this it's the yeah. smallest biggest part of still saying this is still to the be, MCU.
0: To be fair, the other teacher, who's who's the guy that plays him?
2: I can't I don't know his name. I'll look it up yeah. real quick, but he's from uh Silicon Valley. He was on Silicon Valley. He was
0: also on um freaks and geeks which is a really great show from the early 2000s um who which also has linda cardellini aka hawkeye's wife from Mm. yeah great show you should watch it anyways that's like his first appearance in the mcu was in the incredible hulk with edward norton which let's be honest at this point is just as significant as an audi commercial
2: really he was (laughs) the nerdy
0: guy that bruce banner gave pizza to so he could break into the college yeah
2: he looks over and he's like yeah, yeah, that's him. Oh, oh my God. That's him. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, we're looking up who plays Homie. Oh, we forgot to talk about the most important character in the movie.
2: Who's the
0: fourth <laughs> He's a menace.
2: Oh, oh, fucking yes! The best character, and
0: I swear to God, I swear, hell no, I swear <laughs> to God, <laughs> I, I, swear to God, I, God. I swear to God, I swear to God, if J.K. Simmons is only, which no way in hell this happens, if he only appears in this post-credit scene. I will personally go to Kevin Feige's house and say, you can no longer cast me in the MCU. <laughs> I know you've been waiting, but no more until I get more J. Jonah. But we'll, we'll talk about him in a minute.
2: Uh, I can't find what Maybe smooth is in here, but it's not not that. It's not that big of a deal. But his his, that's the other
0: teacher. Um, I'll look it up. I can look it up while y'all while we're talking. But that other teacher was one of my favorite parts of the first movie Mm because he was that scene in the first one where he's like, everything was safe. We didn't lose any students Mm -hmm. this time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love the part where he's actually and has to do with MJ when they're going to the Washington Monument or whatever it is like. Oh, you can go you need to go with the other students and check out this marvelous monument. She's like, I don't really want to do anything that has to do with like slavery. And it's like it's not do with slavery. He looks over to the guard, he's like, eh. yeah. He's Like, oh well, you sit right there. and I can keep on drawing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, no. So Martin Starr. Martin Starr. Thank name. you. Because yeah. that one's gonna bother he's, me. He's great. a lot. He is really good. hmm Um, especially different. Man, I wanna see him in more stuff because he plays such a different character on uh, Silicon Valley. I've heard, so like, yeah. I've only seen, like, one you, episode. Oh, you should watch it. I'd, I know, I, I feel would like love you'd it. you'd like it. yeah. I would. Um, But no, so other than uh, those two, which I think is just, like, great, uh, there's other characters that I want to know, because if they do this whole thing, where if they take very small characters and make them go on with the series, I wonder what they're going to do with, like, Brad or something. <laughs> I'll be honest,
0: when the trailers first came out, I kind of was expecting Brad to be Harry Osborn.
2: That would fit. He he does have that handsome and I was son I, of Norman Osborne type was, of feel.
0: Yeah, I was kind of shocked that um, he wasn't because that would be a good way to kind of soft introduce mm-hmm. uh, the Osborns without even necessarily needing to have Norman there. But um,
2: I feel like somewhere
0: in an early, early,
2: early previous script, he probably that was. was yeah, yeah, that was probably a thing.
0: Um, and I mean, you could have done a lot of just you know. With the the blip as they call it, mm-hmm. the blip, um, you, you could have a lot of interesting things because he was not blipped. They say that in the beginning, he's mm-hmm. in that he's in the slideshow where it shows him being a little, little dorky Be Asian little, kid into here. a into a a, oh. a man. <laughs> a Brad's a douche, but he is a man. Um, you could have done a lot with that. Yeah. with with that, you know, I I don't know. That's that's me really wanting Norman Osborn in here like soon though.
2: <laughs> man, there was so much going on that I that I like that by the end. And one of the things that, because mm-hmm. they did a lot of what we wished was <laughs> happening going yeah. in. Like a lot of things we be like, man, I want to see this. I want to see this happened. I think yeah. it was so like my I think they
0: did about everything but Norman Osborn. Exactly. Which I'm so kind of, I'm kind of, I, I, I was not as heartbroken about no Norman Osborn mm-hmm. as I thought I was going to be.
2: Well, because you're so happy by the end of it that, yeah. I mean, that's one thing on the wayside. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. hey, look, you gave me this steak, <laughs> this cake, I can leave the pizza over here to the side. Yeah, that's fine. You can just get it later on in Spider Man Three, exactly. Or In another, in another film, uh-huh. unrelated. That that uh-huh. again, Norman Osborn is such a such a big integral character to the MCU. You could literally introduce him anywhere.
0: Can we, before we move on, because I feel like we're starting to get into plot mm-hmm. and story, and I want to talk about one more character who we didn't bring up, which I'm really shocked that no one brought him up. Uh, Happy, Happy Hogan.
2: I'm not talking about Happy.
0: Why not? Hey, I'm going to talk about Happy. He was I great. have
2: Look, as a person... He was great. Whose, ...whose father isn't in the picture and has to deal with other male role models. Why he talking to May? man <laughs> Who gave him permission to talk to Ed man I mean, Maybe I want to talk to Ed May. I'm sorry. I, anyway.
0: I think every dude in that theater wants to talk to ant May. You know,
2: go right.
0: Anyway. Every, call me,
2: Marissa Tomei. Everybody
0: I, wants to talk to I really that. like... I hope they keep happy around for a long time.
2: I think you. I think they will. He well, he's away.
0: executive producer on like everything. Exactly. So I mean, I think he'll stick around for a while. Plus, but he I,
2: just has to come on set for like a few seconds, like every so often. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, you guys want to fly me out to the Netherlands for a day so I can go frolicking some flowers with Tom Holland? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> sure, dope. Because that's a the thing they do. But no, I really liked um, his kind of role as like diet mentor. Like yeah. not quite mentor, but kind of
2: there. It, it feels like, and that goes into a lot of the story for these films, uh, that Peter, we we have everybody hates when you talk about the origin story, mm-hmm. and they say no Ben Parker, we don't need to know about that. But he's gone through so many Ben Parker lights, <laughs> <laughs> like Homecoming. It's Tony Stark. Oh well, my god! And that's
0: that's what I really hope. Like I, I've told I told Trey this. I was kind of hoping in Endgame that that Tony Stark would say, "With great power comes great responsibility." I, I really though on a, a total inverse. I really hope they don't kill Happy to get any any sympathy from Peter because <laughs> oh that would God. be that'd be a little overkill.
2: I don't think he needs it at this point. No. I think it would be. I think he's good now. I would have the same problem with that that I have with uh sort of Magneto in the X Men movies. How they always kind of bring him. Every time at the end of every X Men movie, it's like, oh, he's Magneto now. But then at the beginning, he oh, starts off yeah. brand new. On well, <laughs> every, somehow. yeah, and like, it, like yeah, <laughs> no what? explanation. No, it's like he just now he has a family. At the end, I'm Magneto again. Yeah, I have Genosha. At the end, I'm Magneto again. Like, I'm, I'm, we get it. We, so we don't need like a reinvention of Spider Man every single movie. Nah. I think this is the one I, where we've set in stone, and now it I will build
0: feel feel like him. the last thirty minutes of that movie was the first time we saw legitimate. Mm-hmm. Totally full out Spider Man. Oh
2: my God! All right, oh, l- yeah. let's let's move on. Yeah. let's talk about cinema. T- no, I'm talking. We will about story. We talk about the story. We'll talk about the story. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> about the story. Uh, Shaker starts off. Okay.
3: So, uh, do I want? Do you want me to talk about like what? is talk about the story. You, oh, okay, then. All right. So we got uh, we start off with Peter. hmm Peter and Ned. Peter's like, you know, I got this plan. I'm gonna sit next to MJ on the plane. That didn't happen. We're gonna go to Paris. That didn't happen. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna buy her a necklace, a black Dahlia mm-hmm. yeah. necklace, right? That happened. That happened. Mm-hmm. Got broke. Actually, got broke. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna kiss her, right? Mm-hmm. That also happened. So we, he's got this whole plan, and Ned's like, "Don't do any of that," right? Ned's gonna try and play wingman. First opportunity Ned gets, he pulls a me. He becomes a terrible wingman, the worst, mm-hmm. the worst wingman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we have this 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 multi this multiverse. Uh, I guess at this point theory come in with Jake Gyllenhaal and these elementals, and ain't none of that real either. It's all just it's yeah. all just sleight of hand mm-hmm. with drones. And I think it was and it was it's so well done. It's why I really enjoyed Jake Gyllenhaal in this film. Because he played really well. You know, I haven't read all the comics. I haven't got up to current on my Spider-Man. I don't really know a lot about Mysterio. But damn, what I do know, he really, he excelled at everything that I did know about Mysterio. Yeah. Especially when the twist comes in and I'm like, okay, I saw that coming. But it's, his character is really well done, you Mm -hmm. know? Especially at the the ending sequence, which will technically be cinematography that we'll talk about it. Or maybe effects. I don't illusions. Know, but it was a comic book. It was I m um, I I don't even know how to describe it. I was just sitting there like, oh shit. Immaculate. Mm-hmm. Spectacular, I guess. God damn it. I was really happy.
2: Amazing.
0: I was really
2: superior, <laughs> some might say. God some might say web up. <laughs> Fucking
3: Um and uh Why am I the straight man this week? <laughs> This is, I don't like it. It's him. probably because I'm. It's because I'm here. It's because it's a third probably, guy this time. Yeah. Um. But the. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, lost my whole thing. Uh. Peter takes an L. He does. He takes this a lot movie. of L's. He takes, this movie. he takes L's in this film. And one of the things that I was curious about going in is, uh, you know, they showed the water elemental, the fire elemental, the earth elemental. I was like, how, what is Spider-Man gonna be able to do if he's not wearing the Iron Spider suit? You mm-hmm. know. What is he going to be able to do with just webs and acrobatics against these elemental creatures? And they really showed that off really well. One, they were illusions, but Jake Gyllenhaal took the forefront of dealing with these creatures for the uh, for the illusion, while Peter took else mm-hmm. and had to defend people pretty much the entire time until the end when they were in London. And... Uh, fuck it was really it was fucking awesome hell yeah it was uh, a great sequence in london the only thing that i don't that was i feel like it's just a slip up is he goes and he says have all the drones shoot you know at at peter at spider-man when he's in the corridor but there's like hundreds of drones just outside they're not shooting anybody they're aimed at uh, uh zendaya ned uh the teachers and they're aimed at, uh, I believe, Nick Fury and Mariah Hill as well. But they don't shoot, but all the ones in the corridor do. Right. So maybe I'm just overthinking it. I don't know. But it was just like, that felt I, weird. Yeah, Everybody think, didn't, they I, didn't all shoot. I think
0: that's just one of those marvelisms where you kind of have to just recognize, like, yeah, the hero's got to win. <laughs> like,
2: you know, I, yeah, I don't know. You he
3: can't, he can't take too heavy of a loss in this right. Well,
2: you could think about it like he's, in that moment, he's, Specifically, using the drones in the corridor. He's mm-hmm. not using the ones. All those are being controlled by the dude in the in the his man in the chair. So when he says <laughs> okay. all of the ones shoot, and the, it, specifically the ones that are in the corridor, are talking about well, we don't want to. They don't want to do that because you're in the line of fire. He's not talking about every single one out there because mm-hmm. he's damn sure in the line of fire <laughs> of every single one out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he is right. specifically in the ones in the corridor. So okay. this is in the vicinity of the corridor. Those are the drones he's talking about. Okay. Okay. I understand. Yeah, I got your back, Marvel. Kevin Feige, you need to stop <laughs> saying stupid stuff. But I got you.
3: Don't worry about it, babe. Um, I love the uh, alongside character development. I like Peter's actual power development as well. Mm-hmm. This film was great for developing the Peter Tingle. Damn it! Uh, and uh, it, by by the end, we have fully fledged instinctual based Peter Tingle. <clears throat> Spire sense. Um, and the one thing that I actually wanted to actually come back that started in this film is uh, before Peter leaves, May says, trust your instincts. Surprisingly enough, that didn't come back up later on. He did? You know? Yeah. I mean, he, he of course he did, but it's yeah. not, it wasn't like a, a voiceover, you, you know, want that type cheesy? of cheesy shit. Oh
2: my God. I
3: wanted the cheese, man. I wanted the
2: cheese. I, wanted the cheese. <laughs> I, I expected You the wanted cheese. that all my- Midoriya Shonen. Yes. <laughs> That's anime as fuck.
3: <laughs> and I expected that to happen, but, you know, they were just like, we're, we don't need to show it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. I was just like, dang.
2: You wanted, wanted that Spider-Verse cheese. shit I kinda before did. the end of the movie. Yeah. was. It, it's just a, it's a leap of faith. You know what? I did. I love that shit. <laughs> you cheese. wanted that man while he <laughs> jumping around fighting on drones. you like, what's up, danger? <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean. That would have like, been hot. I ain't gonna lie. I mean,
3: yeah. Um, and uh, Peter and MJ's relationship gets developed here, especially towards the end. It was really well done, and I'm not gonna take up anything else here. I'll pass on.
2: Colin, yo, speak, speak your truth.
0: So my only legitimate issue with this movie, and it's really, it's a front-loaded issue where that issue goes away by the end of the movie, is that you just still really see, and it's my biggest issue with Homecoming, is how much of a shadow Tony Stark has over the story of Peter Parker in, the, mm-hmm. in this in the MCU. And I don't have an issue with that too much, but I think it kind of detracts a little bit from Peter Parker as a character because in the comics, he's very self-sufficient. He makes his own suit. He makes the webbing juice or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. In Homecoming, it's mostly Tony Stark technology that he's using. Mm -hmm. And I feel like at the end of Homecoming, the whole point of his development was he didn't need Tony's suit. He He didn't need all that technology to win. But then as soon as... Infinity War pops up. Nah, yeah, he needs Tony's suit.
2: Well, remember, Tony put that on him.
0: Right, for sure. But, he's, but he's still got the other Tony suit that he built for mm-hmm. him. The one with the little, like, the eyes. Yeah. You know, the basic Tony suit. Right, right, right. So, going into this movie, knowing full well that the ghost of Tony Stark was going to be looming very, you know he's gonna be looming over I was trying to think how to describe that It's gonna be very looming the ghost of Tony Stark loom. was gonna be like ooh Peter <laughs> I was like alright like I, I'm worried a little bit cause like I love Tony Stark but like let Peter be Peter mm-hmm. and not have Tony Stark you know every time something happens go I need to make this up to Mr. Stark mm-hmm. first like half of this movie that's like every 20 minutes yeah. is him going like I just I need to he trusted me and it's like we get it dude Like, I understand. I understand. You've got PTSD. I get it. But what this movie does really well is it is a movie about Peter letting go of the idea that he needs someone to direct him. Mm -hmm. The reason he is so easily manipulated in this movie is because he doesn't have a Tony Stark in his life, and that's why Quentin Beck is able to do what he's able to do. Mm -hmm. And by the end of this movie, he follows his instincts and realizes, I got to be Peter Parker. I don't gotta be Tony Stark Jr. I don't gotta be Iron Man 2. The worst MCU movie.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: Sorry. I already I always have to take shots at Iron Man 2. Uh.
2: But that's the introduction of Don Cheadle.
0: It's also the introduction of Black Widow. So what you what your problem is? It's a bad movie. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um And we get Peter making his own suit. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's out of Tony Stark's technology, so I still have kind of a isu- small issue with that, but I really feel like the end of the movie, when you see Peter swinging through New York, like really the middle of Manhattan, New York, I'm like, this is like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. All of these issues I had leading up till now, they've been resolved. So I'm really, really hoping that going into whatever Spider-Man 3 is, um, that we see... Peter as he should be, and I think that's the best thing about this movie from a storytelling point of view is Peter is easily manipulated because he's not confident in himself. Mm-hmm. He's not confident enough to talk to MJ. He's not confident enough to speak up to his friends when they say dumb stuff to him. He's not confident enough to really do what he feels like he needs to do. He's always being manipulated by Fury or Quentin Beck or or whatever. And at the end of this movie, I really feel like you get Peter going, I gotta go with my Peter Tingle. And do what I got to do for me to help my friends and to help myself. And I right. think that's the greatest thing about this movie. And I think it's why it works so effectively as a standalone film, even with all the interconnected elements, is I think we finally got the Peter Parker that everyone wanted. Mm-hmm. Even though he's been great as Peter Parker this entire time. Right, I feel like right. going forward, it's like, we're really going to see Spider-Man mm-hmm. as we wanted.
2: Uh, and I have to agree with a, agree with a lot of that. Uh, especially with the whole Tony Stark thing at the mm-hmm. beginning. It. It was heavy-handed. It's a little little overkill. To say the least. Literally
0: every time they go to a new country, it shows a picture of Tony Stark. And I was like, all right.
2: Exactly. I was just like, oh, you laid it on (laughs) thick. Mm -hmm. My mom had so, look, I I learned how to cook from my mama, right? (laughs) She had this one rule. One rule. What? What was that face for?
0: I want to see where you're taking
2: those. She had this one rule. You can always add you can never take away. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah too much seasoning you ruin your food you know what i'm saying yeah this was seasoned so heavily <laughs> with tony stark my god it
0: was that thing where like they took the garlic powder when you know the cap has the little mm-hmm. holes in it so you can kind of Yo. you did that but someone had unscrewed it a little bit too much oh and it just god. all fell in your dish
2: yeah yeah just a mountain of tony stark that's exactly what happened so it did take mm-hmm. me out from a little bit in the beginning uh but it, it quickly just like threw that to the side where it was just less and less mm-hmm. and I think it more of that helped when you brought Quinn back in mm-hmm. and it, just those sequences of especially them calling back to the MCU tying down little moments, somehow they brought back my favorite <laughs> moment in the MCU <laughs> Jeff Bridges is. <laughs> yelling at this mm-hmm. side Tony Stark built this in a cave with scraps and a <laughs> and box of scraps like <laughs> I love it. How did you know this in my favorite character's movie? My favorite MCU moment. What? Uh-huh. Thank you, Kevin Faggy. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the biggest thing, uh, it it at the end of this movie, it leaves me wondering where are we gonna go now.
0: I have ideas.
2: Of course, oh, of course you do. That's my
0: job. <laughs> Two things. One, I think Star tech's gonna get bought out.
2: Hmm.
1: Mm.
0: by one Norman Osborn. <laughs> so, not,
2: hold up, sorry. We're not going to let this go, Kevin. You no, better show Norman. No, Os- <laughs> I I
0: legitimately think that that's going to happen, and then I think at that point Peter is going to have to find someone else mm-hmm. technologically inclined that or might just rely on his own stuff. Well, study. that too, but I I posit mm-hmm. that you maybe look at one Spider-Man for the PS4 as to where Peter Parker might go. Oh. I to see. get some technology. Okay. Just saying. Interesting. Everyone likes Doc Ock.
2: I'm just... I still say that Spider-Man for the PS4 is probably... One of the best Spider-Man stories? One of the best Spider-Man movies, yeah. 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 <laughs> but anyway,
0: hear me out. Okay,
1: I'm hearing this you. This is listen. where
0: it gets a little wacky. little bit. Spider-Man is now a fugitive. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks he's a terrorist. I'm assuming we're getting Spider-Man 3 in the next two to three years, because the... the The agreement they have with Sony is that there will be a Spider-Man movie every two or three years. Mm. So I believe we'll get another Spider-Man movie in two or three years. In that two or three year mark, we have a certain character that was introduced in a Spider-Man comic whose rights are kind of tied up right now because of a TV show that just ended on Netflix,
1: Mm.
2: who has
0: a penchant for hunting Mm. down fugitives.
2: (laughs) I see where you're going.
0: What if... We get a little Punisher versus Spider-Man action.
2: That would be the best. That that ain't even even a crazy idea.
0: It's not. And I'm just saying, Peter Parker is going to need some sort of legal counsel. (laughs) I leave you the floor.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, counselor. You're welcome. But no, fun fact for the people, uh, Punisher was actually introduced as a Spider-Man villain, mm-hmm. which is why. No, jokes, so as-
0: jokes aside, though, I think that would be a genius, genius way to wrap up this trilogy of Spider-Man where mm-hmm. he's in high school and really throw him into the streets more. Introduce those other characters as backdoor pilots, essentially, to so, other movies.
2: in talking about this... mm-hmm. And thinking about this and thinking about the way forward, mm-hmm. it makes me—I have to knock down Civil War—less on my list now, because it again says we pulled the cord on Civil War too early, because like in the comics, a big thing about Civil War was the heroes' identities. Right. They should be in their own hands to let the government know this would cause a lot more problems because of government oversight. I, th- I think the only reason
0: I don't have so much issue is I think they knew that they had a timetable left with Chris mm-hmm. Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And you ca- literally can't have that storyline without Captain America and Iron Man.
2: So here's the thing. You can do that uh, or sorry, you can you can have that time limit. But you can always re them. You act like they can't bring a big dump trunk of money.
0: Well, no, I'm not saying, I mean, I'm know. saying, like, I think those actors were, were kind of neat. They wanted a break.
2: Oh, no, they, they can get that break. You can get that break for two or three years. That could have been a phase five thing.
0: Or, alternatively, you could have had Sam versus Rhodey. Just shit-talking each other yeah. the whole
2: movie.
0: <laughs> Tony. I don't know
2: why you said <laughs> Rhodey, and I thought Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard
0: will always be my Rhodey. We gotta sign the accords, Tony. And they're like, Tony's dead. And he's like,
2: <laughs> Downing. Downing. All right, no. Go on. but God. no I, but i think that that to me is the biggest problem because we have this peter parker reveal at the end for the whole world I, and it just to me doesn't is not as impactful like if it was to be with the civil sure. war and the superhero registration act that would have been then you would have like the headhunters and stuff like what? that it would have been impact we're not going to see this the thing is we're not going to see this was in the other mcu movies we're probably not going to see this resound until Th- Spider-Man this 3. This is
0: going to get resolved in Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. and somehow
2: people are going to forget. Or, or... Here's another Colin 3. I know where this is going. Do you? Mephisto. I actually... Deals.
0: That's what I thought right afterwards. Okay. I think that'd be a little weird in a Spider-Man 3. It would. But we're very, very aware that Peter Parker is now... Tied up with shield or sword, potentially, and as a result knows some scrolls. <laughs> yeah, whose whole job is that they can look like other people. Mm. So what if he literally just sets it up to where he's chilling and then a, or, or turns into Spider-Man, swinging around, and then Scroll just turns into Peter Parker.
2: Or other way around. Could yeah, be. either way, it could be. That's again, the easiest fix. that's <laughs> literally is what they do in the comics, oh. except they'd have yeah. Danny like. They do that so much in comics where Daredevil will be Spider-Man covering his secret identity or Mm -hmm. Iron Fist will be Daredevil covering his secret identity. I guess
0: guess my ultimate hope for Spider-Man 3 is as much as they've made him now like a worldwide fugitive, I I really hope that the third one is street level. And what I would really love to see, the only only worry is you obviously can't cram too many villains in, Mm -hmm. but I think there's a couple routes you can go. My ideal route is you get the Daredevil Punisher route and maybe mm-hmm. Kingpin, and you really focus on the street level stuff. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, Craven the Hunter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think they'll do that that early, and I think Sony's got some rights to that and wants to do their own standalone. Oh, yeah, so I, I don't see that. Craven popping up anytime soon. Alternatively, we were teased Chameleon, or not Chameleon, uh, Scorpion, Scorpion. Scorpion. Scorpion, and we do know that a certain Jay Jonah Jameson is really anti. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So what if he bankrolls some stuff through Oscorp?
2: Well, I've also heard. I watched a video, mm-hmm. just you know, perusing the interwebs and yeah, whatnot. Um, we have enough villains here now to have a certain group of criminals. I don't know if I want them that. Or you might not, but then they you get them. <laughs> I,
0: I still stand by the we're going to get two Spider-Man trilogies with Peter Parker. Before, uh, I think Sinister we're going to get a high school trilogy, and I think we're going to get a college and young adult trilogy.
2: Man, I don't know if he's going to make it out of high school. That's all I'm going to say. But, uh, nah, <laughs> nah know, they ain't like killing Peter Parker off. But, uh, no. I
0: you. Do, I mean, you do have
2: enough for Sinister Six. I And I, and I think that could, that could definitely happen. I, I don't know. You know what would be interesting, though? Then we're going to move on to since it's a cinematography. Uh, but speaking on bringing Mephisto in or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, you could, since between probably here and now, between this uh, movie and another Spider-Man 3, you could have potentially a Doctor Strange movie. Which could introduce some magical elements that could repercuss itself into Spider-Man 3.
0: I've thought about that. My only issue with that is then you've got a third Spider-Man movie where he's under someone else's kind of tutelage and care. And I don't know if I want that. I want Spider-Man 3 to be him on his own.
2: That's right. Spider-Man 3, Home Alone. Oh my God! So <laughs> cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, Colin, start us off. Shakis. <laughs> he
0: he lost his privileges.
2: Start us off. You lost your starting privileges.
0: Yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> uh, can you imagine Spider-Man just setting traps around the city, Home Alone yes, style? Actually, how great would that be? He
2: did that in the first in Homecoming, and he, that never showed up here. That's true.
1: All
3: right, Shakis. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been thinking, um, because a, I feel like a lot of what I'm gonna say is kind of like overlap with like the effects, and mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. And that's fine.
0: We can lump those together. Uh, We're 42 minutes. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> so, all right. So <laughs> cinematography uh, and special effects. Uh, basically all of all of the illusion scenes, mm-hmm. or pretty much all all of the scenes, honestly, uh, where we have Mysterio or the elementals. Oh, they all look so good. Mm-hmm. The camera angles are so. Mm, how do I three dimensional sounds like a bad term. Hmm. It's just they're they're very well placed in yeah. in, in, in uh Let in all the space.
2: Anything said with confidence doesn't sound bad. Just say it with confidence.
3: All right. Sounds very three dimensional, man. And when I say three dimensional, I mean Four dimensional. Four <laughs> dimensional I, I was smell really it. gonna say that. I was really gonna say it too. Yeah, um I hate both of you. With, uh with my two favorite spots being uh, when Peter goes to Berlin mm-hmm. and uh, gets illusioned into getting hit by a train, that. <laughs> thats
0: the scene that really stood out to me in the movie. Like out of the whole movie, that was the <laughs> like, one. That really...
2: I had the same reaction as the Spider Trio in Spider Verse when Doc Ock got hit by that bus. I was just like, Ooh. Yeah. oh, yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> like it's Walk like it I felt like the
3: mask. It's like I felt like it's like you envision yourself uh, reacting to something, mm-hmm. and it's literally just like the Spider Man mask fully wide-eyed, mm-hmm. just immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the second part, of course, is the corridor scene with the Peter Tingle. Mm-hmm. Mm, hurts to say it every time. And it's...
0: Then stop saying it. <laughs> Stay Spider-Sense.
3: It ain't the Spider-Sense, it's the Peter Tingle. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna say shit. Oh, man, but it's the uh, the choreography of the scene, just... It, it's spider-man mm-hmm. it's like wow fuck this is spider-man mm-hmm. and it just blew me away just immediately uh, the the web slinging is of course on point with my favorite being at the end when he's uh, uh, actually just on his phone web slinging and then he gets the message from MJ don't swing and text
2: <laughs>
3: yeah she's uh, really leaning
2: into that girlfriend role like you can mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me what to do
0: just get a new text like what'd <laughs> you say? <laughs> like, oh, no, Nothing sweetie. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, shit.
3: And it's just with with the way that they integrated the illusions here, like you guys have already said, Quinn Beck ain't dead. Mm-hmm. He ain't dead. And it's the and the best part is we don't we don't know a lot of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh the dude who uh got yelled at by Jeff Bridges. Mm-hmm. He's uh, still there. He's still there. Mm-hmm. He's the reason this whole video got leaked. He downloaded some shit
2: at I, the, when I they left like it, London.
3: Yeah, so it's I feel like I it, was it was just that video. The, the Peter reveal video. The video. I feel like it's not just the video,
2: but I feel like, I feel the video like it's some of, the, part like of it. the. I feel like it. I feel like it is some information for the drone so that they can use the drones again later. Well,
0: Quentin Beck had those glasses for like two weeks, so I mean, right. he could have done all kinds of shit mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. But back to the cinematography. Um...
3: <laughs> His, his <laughs> that's brother. all. That's, that's that's all I got. Very yeah. well done. Very well integrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful, Colin. Uh, yes, don't take my job, <laughs> no, What <are> <laughs> Can I do something? Oh, sorry, Trey.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> you lost your third privileges, <laughs> Colin. Go. So one thing I
0: was gonna say this during the story portion, or the you know the story portion. Colin, you're
2: fired already. <laughs>
0: Why? <laughs> you
2: brought it back to story. No, 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 no. This It ties
0: into cinematography.
2: Okay, fine. I
0: think as a result Re-hired. of these movies being co-produced by Sony, they have a way different feel than a lot of the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of the movies in MCU, like, as much as I love almost all of them, Sans, Iron Man, and Thor 2, um... They do feel a little churned out. You can tell that it's the same effects company and a lot of the same people working on kind of that back end of the movie. And they Mm -hmm. they all have a very similar feel, but something about the Spider-Man movies, both Homecoming and this one, feel, you know, not to be, you know, it's not really a pun, but they feel more grounded. They almost feel more like indie movies in a weird way. I mean, they're still very big, bombastic, but just something about the cinematography and the color palette Mm -hmm. feels way different than the rest of the MCU movies, and I think that works for it great. I think it's amazing, and I think part of my love for the way this movie looks is a result of seeing it in IMAX. Mm. Um, This is the first movie I've ever seen in IMAX, Yeah. so I got a totally different view of it, but I think the fact that there's so many different locations that are not New York, and just... It's a jolly movie. It is. It's a it feels like a road trip and it feels like a coming of age f- film and it feels like a romance movie and I think you get all of that tied up. It reminded me a lot of a lot of really good indie like romance movies I've seen. Just you know, these exotic locations, it's shot with this really bright color palette. Mm-hmm. And I really loved it. Um I'm not going to talk too much on, on effects. I think there's a few parts where the effects were a little weak. That scene at the beginning where they're at the homeless shelter, I think he looks really out of place on stage. Mm. Like I, that, it, Marvel's got this issue in all their movies where just occasionally when a character that is obviously CG is just standing there, that you can tell they didn't bake it in the oven a little bit. Didn't, didn't bake it quite long enough. Um, but it, those are always small issues and stuff I usually can look over. The big action scenes all looked really, really good. Um, you know, I thought the cinematography itself was really well done. There's a lot of really beautiful shots in this movie. Um, I think you said everything that needed to be said about all the Mysterio scenes. I actually wanted more of that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel like because you spent almost two thirds of this movie not quite getting bad guy Mysterio, that you don't get quite enough of that. Which is another reason why I don't think he's dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think you got quite enough villain Mysterio.
2: I honestly feel like he'll come back for a Sinister Six. Absolutely, got to. absolutely. Got to.
0: But those scenes were all great. I actually feel like they could have done more with the Peter Tingle scenes because it's just a black hallway.
1: Can we just say spider sense Nope,
0: we've already agreed. It's just it's Peter Tingle in this movie. Anyways, his spider, the spider sense scene. Thank You're you. You're welcome. I would have actually <laughs> liked it if instead of just a black hallway, you would have seen Mysterio try some of those other scenes that he did earlier. Mm-hmm. But have Peter just punch fucking he punches zombie Iron Man in the face and just go right past oh, it. Yeah. Oh, if they would have cool. done it that way, where he was trying to throw that stuff at it, but Peter was just like, Nah, man. I got mm-hmm. it. But instead, we just kind of got a dark hallway, yeah. which was really cool because they drowned all the sound out, and you can tell he was really focused. So it was still very effective. That's not me trashing that scene so much as saying I think they could have done more with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, really beautiful movie. Um, like I said, I, I actually really, I think, was more impressed by the just the generic color, not generic, but the kind of more, you know, grounded just cinematography when they're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that worked really well and it was a really pretty movie.
2: I wonder if this is directed by the same person that did Homecoming. It is. Uh, then he isn't he really good at like those low budget indie indie yes. films.
0: So I can't remember. Start talking, I'll get back to him.
2: Okay. Well yeah, I'll, I'll, I will I'll, I'll look it up. Again. Uh but yeah, no, <laughs> I, I I gotta stop going last 'cause y'all y'all took all the good juicy bits I left of that, the I left stuff. Out one part. Would you what'd you what'd you leave out?
3: The first uh uh, leading up to the the train. Uh, everything that he was just talking about with the, uh, you know, dead Tony. Oh, zo- well,
2: that still goes into the Mysterio stuff. I mean, like it, you, it
3: goes into... No, a, you, you know. didn't leave nothing out. <laughs> you took but, all the I mean, good
2: stuff. But no, I mean, I'm just going to reiterate because it is amazing. Because this is a movie where I don't think we could have done this any earlier. Yeah. You know, we couldn't have done this with the Sam Raimi films. We couldn't have done it. We damn sure we couldn't have <laughs> done it with the Andrew Garfield. So, real quick, the yes. only
0: movie he directed... The only feature length film this dude directed before Spider Man Homecoming. And who it? Uh John Watts. John Watts. Uh Cop Car.
2: Okay. Which is a really really good
0: movie with a Kevin Baker. Very
2: good dramatic uh, indie film. Yeah, very so he's indie. really good with characters.
0: Very good with characters and very good I think the hallmark of a really good indie film is the color palette. Mm-hmm. And I feel like both these Spider Man movies have had a really unique color palette. Yeah. Um so yeah, no. Really I'm sure he's not totally in charge of the cinematography. Probably I feel like not I feel like Marvel's not gonna give anyone that much creative <laughs> control except for like James Gunn yeah. and the Russos, but at this I, point, yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like he's definitely got a hand in it.
2: Plus he has to deal with two studios. So not just Marvel, but <laughs> he's going to deal with Sony at the same yeah. time. So that's
0: them and their, their posters.
2: Jesus Christ. That's, that's got So big ups to him for making yeah, two, no, good yeah. two good movies. Very impressed. Um, but no, so back to the mysterious stuff. I, I think that it's because when you see the mysterious stuff in the comics and in the cartoons, Uh, You see it as more smoke and press the digitation. (laughs) But seeing it here digital, uh, I think it is actually an amazing effect. I think visually uh, on the VFX side, Having Quentin Beck walk out in a uh, in a sort of motion mocap <laughs> suit. That's, that's
0: <laughs> what I was gonna say. Is in the comics he's like a like a film like special mm-hmm. effects guy. So back then it was like it was like smoke and mirrors and yeah. stuff. And now you, you see the evolution of that. And I mm-hmm. like the way they've just modernized that character. And it was really cool. I liked like it.
2: Having yeah. that digital space. One one thing we didn't talk about was when the big uh, construct. Mysterio's grandmaster plan—the Avengers level threat. The Avengers level threat. <laughs> <the> Avengers <laughs> yeah. Level threat, yeah. Uh, when we go inside of that thing, mm-hmm. like that, just, like
0: the Matrix almost.
2: For real. Yeah. yeah. Just seeing and seeing Peter jump around and like you know just just jump 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 up and get down on the drones <laughs> was uh, was an amazing <laughs> sight to see. There's a lot of things in the comics where uh, there are moments where Peter has to give in to the Spider side. And I think we saw a little bit of that in this movie mm-hmm. that I really love. Uh, honestly, yeah, no, the cinematography is great. Like, the locales that they picked, all beautiful. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, And the, the effects just look amazing. Like, um, I was disappointed. I was halfway disappointed when it wasn't actually Hydro Man, Molten Man, and Sandman <laughs> as the, no, the villains.
0: No, I'm glad, because I wouldn't want my boy Sandman wasted like that.
2: Fair as like a two bit hood <laughs> monster. <'Cause> still,
0: I, <laughs> I, I I will to this day still say that out of that Raimi trilogy, he's the second best villain.
2: He is. You you wouldn't be wrong. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. So no, I think that's. I think it's good. I'm down with it. Yeah, I can't say nothing else. Like it's it's all, it's all good. It's great. Like, it is. It's really all, well done. I mean Yeah, I mean I think
0: really the only issue with Do the whole more movie more. is you've got some of that kind of half-baked CG when he's just standing around at times.
2: That I don't that doesn't bother me. It, once I know it's a full CG character, it's just like some things are going to feel off. Still. Oh yeah. We're no, not we're not definitely.
0: perfect. It just yet, confuses you know? me cuz they can make 70-year-old actors look like 27 <laughs> and look really like but it's like you can't make a dude in a spandex costume look natural.
3: See the thing is with like that first scene, it didn't really throw me off because in the scene itself, it's very awkward for him. He's very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and then the audience feels that way. Well, some people do, right? Because it just looks off to you. Yeah. So I think I think that kind well, of meshes and, together.
0: and normally I would agree, but th- I, like I said, this is a this is a, a continuing thing with Marvel. Like that was a lot That's of people's fair. only huge issue with Black Panther is mm-hmm. there's a few scenes where the CG was really not great.
2: I- I need to ask them what scenes yeah that's are what I'm talking season. about so like, I've heard people say that I've so in the got theater
0: it was seconds. a lot more noticeable they actually went back over it before they released it on Blu-ray they mm-hmm. do that a lot where they'll have almost completely rendered stuff out for the theater release and then they go back they do another pass over before it comes out on Blu-ray mm-hmm. and gets re-released there's a few scenes in Black Panther in the theater where I was like eee mm-hmm. mostly that ending tra- tra- train scene between him and Killmonger there was a mm-hmm. few really rough spots but then like now if you go watch on Blu-ray it looks fine and there's a few scenes like that in this where I'm like I bet when this is out on Blu-ray it'll look totally all right. Oh shit.
2: I ain't. damn, I want to be a, a, an effects guy and I didn't right. notice that. Now you make me, you you out here Exposing the brother. So uh, I'm
0: just saying, like, I'm not good at things, but I notice things. I don't know how to do things, but I know how to shit talk people that know how to do things.
2: Uh, <laughs> a, a master, a jack of all trades, and a shit talker of none. <laughs> no, a shit talker oh, shit of talker all of trades everything. and a doer of
0: none. Oh, well, there you go. Except <laughs> acting. Hey,
2: you just, you just, you just hit, suck on a candy. Give me so uh, great. No.
3: <laughs> Can I get so, the blue raspberry? No.
2: Yes. God, hey. what is happening here?
3: Colin gets candy,
2: I too. on all right people give you final thoughts ASMR, we're d- no we're not all right i'm gonna go first this time bump yeah. y'all yeah you did done with y'all uh so no yeah spider-man far from home uh is an excellent movie in my opinion even with the nitpicks that you've heard here today i still want to go back and see this in the theater at least two more times mm-hmm. because i have fun this is everything i wanted in a spider-man movie and mm-hmm. and more it is a wrap up of the MCU of the MCU at this time, and it also, again, just like Endgame, leads us into I want to see what happens in the future. What more reveals can you give me to just make my balls tingle? <laughs> yeah, the trade tingle. You dag, all right. <laughs> uh, so for that, I I stick with what you heard at the beginning. Uh, ten out of ten. Would recommend. <laughs> One of y'all go. I don't care who. You both. You both got go. fired. I don't know. You got I mean, it. I'll, I'll go
3: next. Yeah. Um. Best for last. Spider-Man Far From Home. 10 out of 10. Recommend. We need to add an 11 to the dial. We just need to turn it up there.
2: But but couldn't you just be 10 be the loudest? No.
3: One thing that I did leave out uh, that me and Trey talked about in the theater is uh, that first scene uh, with uh, Mysterio versus Spider-Man in uh, Berlin. Mm -hmm. It. Literally, I, I said this in the theater. It literally made me feel the same thing that I felt when I played the Batman Arkham Night game or mm-hmm. Arkham Trilogy with, with Scarecrow, with Scarecrow, mm-hmm. which was done that's, incredibly. That's what I it felt, was yeah. done incredibly, and it just it really called back to that for me. I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, amazing!" Very well done, as Trey said. I was left wanting a lot more, and I didn't feel the runtime. Eleven out of ten. True.
0: Yeah, that's that's one thing that if a Marvel movie can make me feel like I'm not there for almost three hours, they've done a good job because there's a few of them that mm-hmm. I've like really felt the runtime. <laughs> but uh, this has maybe been one of the best paced MCU movies too. Um, I feel kind of bad because I'm not giving it a ten out of ten, I'm giving it a nine. But I like to use. Oh no. Oh, I, like, no. I like to use the entire spectrum of the one through ten scale. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people just, if it's not an eight or above, it's bad. A nine's like it's damn near perfect. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh no, we, a we've given it a ten and eleven out of hyperbole.
0: Well, so technically, average it out, it's still perfect. because yeah. <laughs> you give it that spare one. So great. <laughs> um, so I love you, Colin. No, thank you. Um, uh, it takes a lot for a movie to be like perfect. In my view, and a lot of that comes down to personal preference. Um, I, it's mostly nitpicks, and literally, I would say my only legitimate complaint, and this is just personal, is I'm pissed that it's such a good Spider-Man movie, and we get so little in New York. Mm. I feel like that's so tied into that character that I, I really want to see a really good Tom Holland Spider-Man movie that just really feels like New York. Because like Homecoming was kind of that was my big issue with Homecoming is mm-hmm. it didn't really feel like New York. It felt like parts of New York.
2: Some of DC, yeah, Um, an abandoned building. I (laughs) understand.
0: Like that was that's one of my favorite things about the Raimi trilogy. It's just it feels like he's in the middle of New York that Mm -hmm. entire series. That's literally my only legit issue with this movie, and that's like I said, that's personal preference. I'm not really docking the movie for that, but it's great. It's it's probably definitely going to be in my top five MCU movies. Um, I need to reevaluate my list now,
2: but. You got a lot of ga- a lot of games, a lot of movies out this year <laughs> to reevaluate that that list. I know. Especially with in-game and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a wild.
0: lot wild times. Yeah, I don't think Captain Marvel made me reassess it too much, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, um, which I feel bad saying that, because it's not a bad
2: movie. It's not. It's
0: yeah. good. Yeah, but no, great. It's great.
2: All right. That's it. We're Spe- out. No
0: Spectacular th- and amazing and superior, <laughs> some might say.
2: Some might say friendly neighborhood.
0: I'll kill you. <laughs> No, because he's not in the neighborhood. He's in Europe.
2: Some say friendly neighborhood.
0: Well, he should have stayed in his damn neighborhood, though.